This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. All right, the Bulls did nothing. Today was the trade deadline. The trade deadline happened at 2 uh, all afternoon. If you were at work, you were checking Twitter. There were hot Bulls rumors about Zach Levine. Another conversation to be had if you want to weigh in, 312-332-3776. Has there ever been a better player than Zach who has been disliked more than Zach? Like, we asked that, uh, a, a listener asked a similar question before. Like, has uh, Chicago turned on a player? I know, Waddle and I don't feel like Chicago's really turned on Zach. I don't feel like Zach has truly ever been embraced, embraced by the fan base here. I don't hate Zach. No, not, not at all. all. We were more bullish on Zach yeah. than most. But he was never truly an embraced player by the entire fan base. Even last year, um, I felt like DeMar, people loved DeMar. I felt like people fell in love with Caruso. People loved the local story of Io. Um, there were a lot of Bulls players that people really enjoyed being around last year. And Zach has never been a guy that people absolutely loved. I there, agree with Zach that. Zach has his share of fans, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you that people hate Zach. But I, don't, I, I feel like Zach has never had his wind at, his, at, the, at the back with the fan with base. Totally. Totally agree with that. But, but he's always been a good player and like... 79% of the people wanted him gone at all costs at the trade deadline after hearing about these trade rumors. So, 312-332-3776. Here's why I'm frustrated, Waddle. Okay. I'm not just... Tell me a story. I, I'm not just frustrated because, you know, this current team isn't living up to it. It's just rinse and repeat with this Bulls team. Back in 2015-2016, this was a Bulls team that was at the end of the run with Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler. It was a team that had Jimmy Butler, Paul Gasol, Derrick Rose, Taj Gibson, Nico, Doug McDermott, Mike Dunleavy, Joakim Noah. The end of that run, it was the year after they got rid of Tibbs. And they thought, let's try the same group of guys with Fred Hoiberg. We'll get rid of Tibbs. Hated Tibbs. So we're going to get Fred Hoiberg in, our guy from Iowa State. See how our group of veterans do with him. They were 42 and 40, stuck in basketball hell once again. So they really did nothing. Gar Foreman at the end of that season comes out and says, we're going to get younger and we're going to get more athletic. This is almost 10 years ago. This is eight, nine years ago. And do you know what they did on the heels of saying, let's get more young, let's get younger and more athletic. I think they brought in an aging D Wade and Rajan Rondo. Exactly. So they tell you one thing, and then they go and they get older and less less athletic, and they continue to be stuck in basketball hell with mediocrity. They have Dwayne Wade, Rajan Rondo, and Jimmy Butler instead of getting surrounding young players with a twenty six year old Jimmy Butler and trying to build it. From the bottom up. And they go nowhere. They win two playoff games against the Celtics. And yet again, they don't win a playoff series. So they say one thing. They do another thing in a blink of an eye with not anything. So then after that doesn't work, 
They say, okay, this doesn't work. Do you know what we're going to do? Now we're going to trade Jimmy. We're going to go into a true rebuild now. So instead of getting more young and athletic, we're just going to quit on this, and we're going to punt, and we're going to trade Jimmy, and we're going to go into a full rebuild. So you go into a full rebuild for several years. Fred Hoiberg sucks. Then you go into Jim Boylan years. Jim Boylan sucks. You draft a bunch of guys seventh overall. You don't develop those guys properly. And then you end up firing Gar and Pax, essentially, even though you kick Pax upstairs. So you go through three or four frustrating rebuild years after doing that. And then you bring in AK. And instead of continuing to rebuild with him, now all of a sudden you yo-yo back. You do this circle again. And you say, enough of the rebuild. Now we're going to go out and we're going to trade our two first-round picks and a young player. And we're going to go out and get Vooch. And then we're going to get DeRozan. And then now we're going to be right back to where we were in 2015 and 2016. And we're going to be 42 and 40 again. And we're going to be in basketball hell, and we're going to be mediocre with no destination in basketball hell. This was a period, 2015 to 16 to 22, 23, of what, eight or nine years, and you took almost a decade away from us as fans, and you dicked around, and you got nowhere. You went from a basketball hell situation to pretending to go into a rebuild to then going into a full-scale rebuild to then going back and saying we're going for it only going to back into basketball hell to now today toying again with the option of going back to a full rebuild and here's what's going to happen you're back in basketball hell they're going to realize eventually whether it's this offseason or whatever that Vooch and Damar and Zach aren't good enough and they're going to go back into a rebuild and they're going to tear it down again and and AK and Eversley are going to waste 3 years of our life here in these past 3 years doing nothing going nowhere just wasting your money wasting your time wasting effort to go nowhere I think they've actually shortened your lifespan because your blood pressure right now is probably pinning two twenty five over buck ten. Yes, where's the uh, northwestern? The uh, yeah, I need the cuff. Where's the cuff that we've been yeah. pitching about this? Yeah. But do you know what I mean? This is almost a decade of this to accomplish what in the decade between fifteen and sixteen and twenty two and twenty three? How many playoff games have the Bulls won? They have. They have been on the circle of suck treadmill, doing nothing, saying that this is our plan, now this is our plan. This is our plan, now this is our plan. And the ticket has been to basketball hell. How do you have any faith in this ownership group? Whether it's Gar, whether it's Pax, whether it's Jim Boylan, whether it's Fred Hoiberg, whether it's Billy Donovan, whether it's AK, whether it's Mark Eversley. You can't trust them. They're not going to build you a winner. The only way out was Michael Jordan because they inherited him or Derrick Rose because they lucked into him with the 1.9% chance of winning the lottery. They never have built a sustained winner at 1901 West Madison. Michael can't do it. 
Jerry can't do it. The White Sox, same damn thing. They won it in 2005. Do you know how many other playoff series they've won in besides 2005? Zero. They've never built a sustained winner. Jerry's owned teams in this town for over 40 years. And he has never built a sustainable winner. And we're sitting here as Bulls fans at another trade deadline. And we're stuck in basketball hell. And we're frustrated again. And they're on another road to 42 and 40. Wait till Russell Westbrook gets here. Well, that at least will be a little fun. Hair on fire. I, like, I just... I told you I was... Wasting our time. It's wasting our life. Like, wasting our... How much do they want to charge to go sit in, in the 100 level? I think you ought to get in your car and go north and watch a Bucks game. You get your money's worth. See, then. I won't trade. I, that I won't do. Uh, like, maybe, uh, maybe I'm a sucker for not trading. Maybe I should think about that. I'm too loyal. But it's the same damn thing. A decade of our life. They don't know what the hell to do. AK's going to speak into that microphone, and he's not going to do What's a thing. What's his message today? And, and they're going to complain about Lonzo like Pax complained about Derek. Oh. What do you want us to do? Oh, Derek's hurt. What do you expect us to do? Derek's hurt. We never saw it coming. Lonzo's hurt, Sylvie. What do you want us to do? Poor us. I don't even think they're claiming poor us. As long as they get people sitting in their chairs over there. That's what they want, right? They want to compete for a playoff spot. Uh, We've heard that from them, haven't we? Like, that's kind of where the threshold for them is. To somehow, some way, find a way into a playoff scenario, which just happens to have expanded a couple of years ago, and ten teams are involved in each conference. Michael wants your season ticket money by May. This This is why, okay, again... Maybe this would change. You know, you always bust my balls about playoff dilution with all these extra teams that you add in. You know what it does? It lowers the bar for accountability for a lot of professional franchises. When there's 10 teams that have an opportunity to play a postseason game out of how many? So it's 20 out of 30. Well, maybe if you lower that number, then these guys will be held more accountable or they'll be more inspired to actually spend money to be better because the playoff spots are fewer and farther it, between. It's a good point, but don't you have more teams also going for it and less tanking? Like, Is there? At least, well, I mean, look, you've got a team that's clearly 10th and at least they're playing for a play. They're playing for something. They think they're playing what for... What did they do? Would you... They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Well, right? then how inspired were well, they? They didn't tank. I, I'm not saying that's the right path, but I'm saying you don't, like, at least you have teams that are trying to compete for something. And the NBA did not want all these teams tanking for the lottery. I, I get that, but, but at the end of the day, that an ownership group can look to their fans and say, hey, we made the postseason. And my point to you is making the postseason in today's athletic climate it's not nearly as hard no. as it used to be. And, and it shouldn't be a badge of honor. The Bulls haven't done anything in a decade. Of course it shouldn't, but that it, is... What that have the is... Bulls done? They won one playoff game against the Bucks. What Absolutely. else have they done? Listen, you're 
preaching to the congregation right now. I'm just saying it gives a, whether it's the Bulls, it's the Bears, or whoever it is, hey, we're the Bears. We went to a playoff game. Yeah, because it was COVID and they expanded the postseason. And now in the NFL, pretty much more than 50% of every team gets in. So if a franchise just gets in and has no real chance of winning anything, the way that the Bears had no real chance of winning anything, at the very least, they can look you in the eye and say, we made the postseason. Rubens in Prospect Heights. You're on ESPN 1000. Uh, give me What's a call. What's going on, guys? What's How's up, Ruben? You need uh, I just pizza. wanted to really, you know, chime in as far as the whole uh, Chicago Bulls, you know, trade. And, and I mean, I, I really think at this point, we we really need to just just blow it up, guys. Like, I mean, like Zach Levine. We have a lot of a, a lot of people talking bad about him, but at the end of the day, he. I mean, what what has he done? Like. Come on, Sylvie. Like, what what has he done for the Chicago Bulls for us to keep him and not trade him even in the off season? I mean, yeah, we, even if we can't couldn't trade him in the deadline, we could trade him in the off season, correct? Yes. You know, yeah, and you may have more suitors, and you may, and maybe they'll feel like they get a better offer. I'm fine with that. And you know what? We're going to trade, and we're going to end up drafting the next Zach Levine, and then we're going to okay. rinse and repeat. And we're going to waste another ten years of our life to go forty two and forty. And, and you know what, Sylvie, and, and quite honestly, man, it's always great to hear you talk about the Chicago Bulls because when it comes to uh, 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 Cap and Jay Hood, Carm uh, Yurko, Waddle Sylvie, and Black and Abdallah, it's always Sylvie and Black that always talks about the Chicago Bulls with depth, with passion, especially you, Sylvie. You're the man when it comes to Chicago Bulls talking, man. And keep keep talking, man, because we need to hear your voice, man. We need this. Thank you, Ruben. You Appreciate are a double. Absolutely. You've taken over for a double. <laughs> just give me pass the weed. No, you don't have to smoke the weed. Just put on the costume. <laughs> Run around there and rough some people Do up. Do they still have the costume? I'm sure it's somewhere. Neil in North Aurora, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Neil? Hey, you guys. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. Shout out to the Twitch chat. I'm Neil PK in the Twitch chat. Nice. Do you have uh, in the side there, Neil? Are you, want, are you out there doing Twitch stuff? No, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit of everything. Okay. Right. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you coming by for the uh, pregame, uh, the big game pregame on Sunday? Hey, I may have to, guys. Uh, sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah, noon to two on Sunday, Twitch only. It's twitch.tv. Slash ESPN 1000 will get you ready for the big game. It's brought to you by 19 Crimes Wine. All right. So this is my big thing about the Bulls. Uh, I'm going to ask you guys this. Um, ultimately, when it comes to the NBA as a whole, ultimately the stars pretty much have to align. Um, one, let me ask you guys this. Regarding most of the superstars in the, in the league right now currently on their teams, are most of them not locked up with contracts? Uh, you got to define superstars because I believe – I'm thinking Giannis, I'm thinking LeBron, even still. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, Steph, I'm thinking all all, the, all those guys. I think so. I think the only guys, that, like the bigger name guys, and they're not superstars. I think like Kyrie's going to be a free agent. Think whatever you want of him. But from a right. talent perspective, James Harden is still, you know. Like, l- listen, I'm just giving you names of guys that right. have oh, been yeah. stars who aren't under contract, but... What is your point that most of the superstars, are, the true superstars, are not going to be attainable? Ultimately, yes, that's what I'm getting towards. So ultimately, we don't have much cap space. 
we don't have much assets other than the players that we have on the team. Uh, at this point, I think you need to blow it up. Uh, ultimately, if, if this team was to even, let's just say, even play how they were last year, everybody played to their roles. The only way this team is going to play is if all of a sudden they play like the 2000s Pistons and can beat all the superstars. That's not going to happen in today's league. You need a superstar, and you need to build onto that. Um, again, they have no assets. They're stuck. The con- they're they're the like concept- in basketball hell, like you said. The concept of, Thanks, of even, you know, the salary cap. Look, I mean, it's about going into the luxury tax, right? I mean, it, it's about being willing to spend more. Is it not? Yeah, like, when, I mean, when, you, when there you are can, ways to, sure. to do it. When the, the opportunity so presents to itself. Argue, to argue that, well, we don't have a, we don't have a cap, cap space. I mean, like, that, well, that's what I mean, right. And there, there's creative ways to do it. And Jerry has not done that. There, there is a financial penalty that is associated with it, if you want to call it a penalty. But to spend, to make money, in many instances, you have to spend money. Uh, Deshaun in Virginia Beach, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Deshaun? What's going on, man? How, y- how y'all doing? Hanging in there, my man. Hey, man. So when, when I first called, I remember uh, my, I had two points. One, I wanted to talk about two bio uh, candidates, uh, John Wall and Serge Ibaka. But my overall point was I, I was feeling a sense of apathy like like uh, you guys have been talking about for the longest. But the more I'm thinking about this and the more I'm realizing that I'm getting all worked up, so clearly it's not apathy. Clearly I do care. Ultimately, I'm looking at this team day in and day out, every single day before the even tip, before the ball even gets, goes up for a tip. We're playing at a disadvantage because we're undersized. We play Vooch at, what, 6'10", I think, 6'11", and then everybody else 6'7 and under, right? We play small forwards at power forward. We even run out lineups where we have Derrick Jones as the center on, on the floor. He's 6'6". We already know that we have an issue with shooting. We know we need a true point guard. We know that defense, three-fifths of our starting lineup are bad defenders. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? We have all these issues. And then, to top it off, our best players have terrible basketball IQ. That's Uh the problem with that. So we have all these issues, and we sit and do nothing about it? Yeah, it's so true. Preach. So truly, truly, it's not apathy that I'm feeling Really, what I'm really feeling is hopelessness. That's how I, I feel. I have no hope that this team is going to get better with this ownership, with AK and Eversley. I don't even have hope in, in, in Billy Donovan to be truthful. I'm, I'm looking at this point, can we pull off a miracle and get the number one pick, which is not going to happen. I, I have no hope. That, that's where I'm at. Deshaun, I don't mind Billy, but think about this, Deshaun. Billy walked away from Sam Presti because he didn't want to rebuild. Do you see what Sam Presti has stockpiled right now on his team? Do you see that roster that he's building sure. right now? Like, Billy didn't want that. But, like, do you know what? how much better it is there than it is here? And Billy didn't have the vision to stay with Sam Presti for that. Like, I, I don't know if Billy's that good. I, I like. I think Billy's like a replacement level coach. Billy's fine. Right. He's he's, right. he's he's. I don't know how many great coaches there are to begin with, but I, I don't. I, I like Billy. Billy wanted to run away from Sam Presti, and I don't know if that's the right thing to do in today's NBA. 
but you know, the reason why I'm, I don't really believe in Billy is because some of the moves that he makes, some of the decisions that he that he makes, some of the lineups that he throws out there. And I get it; you got to play the players that you have. But to sit, um, to sit Drummond on the bench in in place of Derrick Jones Jr. Like, what what are we doing? I, I I don't I don't I don't see Billy Donovan as the coach to really lead this team to the next level. But even beyond him, really, truthfully, my dream scenario going into this offseason is that we go out and we get Bob Myers. Start over from the yeah, very yeah. top. Bob Myers' contract is up. He's unhappy in Golden State. You know, Michael, it's not going to happen. You know, Michael, I mean, like, listen, it just... I know it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. That's why it's the right move. It's the right move, though. Yeah, Deshaun. Waddle, it's the right move, though. If he was available, you would get him, right? Of course, but he's not going to happen. If continuity was currency, they'd be the richest team in the NBA today. Because, like, think think about it. That's what they've been talking about for how how long? Yes. And, And with... Another trade deadline that comes and goes, and the team is not even tweaked. And that's been kind of their code word. Remember, you know, like what was it? What, what was it with uh, with the guys up at Hallis Hall? With, uh, 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 collaboration. Collaboration. This the the that's word. Buzz. The word out here is is continuity. If continuity was currency, they'd be the richest team in the NBA. Yeah, it's what Casey just tweeted. He tweeted out a story. Um, AK has been talking roster continuity for months. See, there With you go. With another trade deadline passed, it's not lip service. There you go. I mean, but, but was it not lip service, or did a deal just not become reality because he didn't get what he wanted for Zach? Like that's what I want to truly know. I don't know if I'll say it. I don't think with a deal not getting done for Zach, he'll go out and say we were close in a deal with Zach. Now he's got to mend a fence. Okay. Well, then let's let's look at the other side of that coin. All right. How about adding to a team that you think can do something? Not me, but them. You have no point guard. That's what I'm saying, right? But but I mean, like, you're not trading in this scenario. You're not trading Zach for a point guard. You're keeping Zach and you're adding a point guard, hoping that the point guard's presence on the court is going to take the ball out of Zach's hand so he doesn't turn it over four times in the final four minutes. But my point is, is the continuity is not only did you not move on from Zach, you didn't add anything. Here's the best way to limit Zach's turnovers is allow Russ to turn it over. Oh, God. Adam and Wheaton, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Adam? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. I'm great today. (laughs) Good to hear. So, the take that I get from the Bulls is that they are looking to keep the big three and they're just going to build around it because that's what they said they were going to do. Yes. Otherwise, they would have just kept it. They're going to extend Vooch. They're going to extend DeMar because it's just like the White Sox. They're not going to go anywhere. They're going to keep their big three intact and they're just going to go around and they're going to play that way. Yes. And in addition to the player that you guys said that people hate or have turned on the most, I would maybe throw Trubisky in there. I was going to just say Mitch, too. So, all right, I'll hang up, but you guys go. Thanks. All not, right, thank as, not as accomplished. Oh, no doubt. Like, you know, if, like Mitch was, good. if Mitch was as good a quarterback as Zach is at he, scoring the he, basketball, he, he still may be here. Yeah. I think Jay. I think Jay's like – Jay and Zach, I think, are – Similar type players, very skilled but flawed. Flawed, and yeah. and decision making is has been the issue. 
Super athletic. Yeah. He he nailed like from from my perspective, he nailed if I had to put my money down, he nailed where I think they're going. And that is is the reason why you've heard continuity. They're going to roll with these guys. They may move on from from they move on, move on, from, move Zach on from Zach at the Zach end of the, the season, but I think that they're going to re-sign Vooch. 312-332-3776. Let's stick with all these calls. Sure. Uh with the Bulls not doing anything at the trade deadline, KD was traded Early uh, this morning or late last night, uh, he's with the Suns now. Um, and we'll recap some of the deals. Lewis Riddick, we'll talk football, Super Bowl, and Bears with us at 5. That's always Can't Miss Radio, 312-332-3776. It's that time again when we venture deep into the great unknown. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. A trip inside the mind of a multi-concussed former Bears wide receiver. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him, and he had an all-time day in the use of smelling salt. Buckle up, boys and girls. Tom Waddle, everything wants to have a Tom Waddle. If I had a football team, I'd like to have a Tom Waddle on my team because you draw from that. It's time to go inside. Waddle's World. Tom Waddle did have to use a lot of smelling salt. Got that right, John. Waddle's World brought to you by the great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Remember, F-D-I-C. All right. Let's keep talking bulls, huh? Yeah, 312-332-3776. The phone lines are full. And uh, you plenty of room for you once... Uh, one of the lines drops. Just uh, grab that. Um, as the Bulls did nothing. The, the deadline was at two. There was a lot of smoke about uh, a Zach Levine deal. We'll see the way AK spins it. Any guesses at, at uh, 445? Um, we, we my like- guess is he's not going to address it specifically. Uh, we talked about a number of things. Yes. Over under. Amount of times he mentions Lonzo Ball's name. I'm going to set the number at two and a half, and I'm going to take the over. In some way, shape, or form. You think they tap the brakes, though, on that a little bit? Or, you know, like, even Will Purdue said last week, anyone who talks about Lonzo Ball coming in to save the day should be punched in the well, face. Well, but I think that's a big, that's because really the likelihood that physically he's going to be able to play is very, very, very low. So but to use it as an excuse, though, as to why the plan that they put into place isn't actually bearing fruit, I think is something that they will lean on. I think that's the direction you're going, right? Yeah. I mean, not that he's coming back, but like... So then why not get another point guard? Dude, I mean, like, what? don't look at me and ask that. Of course. Why? Why can't I look Well, you can, you? but, like, I'm not okay. making the decisions. Like, I mean, of course. I can get, why did you do anything? Why are you going to sign Vooch to an extension? Because that's going to happen. I, you know why? I you... want it to happen just to see your reaction. I don't mind him. I, I just don't didn't love the trade. And I think in the end, it was. Do you it, want him signed to an extension? I don't. I don't. So I want to see it just to see your response to the the announcement of the extension. How about uh, five years for five dollars? I don't. Think, I mean, he's not getting a max deal, but they're going to give him some candy. You like know what? it. Eighteen a year. Listen, it a was year? it was really their first move, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That it was, was their signature that, that was, move. Yes. 
Yeah. There, I, I mean, can it guarantee. Could be for two lottery okay. picks. It may be instead of Lonzo Ball's name. How many times do they talk about Vooch because Vooch has played well over the last stretch of games? How many times do they reference at least once that, you know, it's a shame because, like, Vooch is playing like the player that, that we knew he could be when we traded for him. There's going to be a Vooch reference in today's press conference. You want to bet on that? Was it Meller that sent the, the tweet to us this morning? That's them getting out ahead of it, too. A tweet or a text? He, he texted us a tweet. He sent us a tweet this morning of all of Vooch's stats. Was it Meller that yeah, sent look, that? He, he's been playing better basketball. There, there's bet. no doubt about it. Let's bet. No, I'm not betting. I'm not let's betting. Bet. Loser has to eat an entire pizza I, over the course of a four-hour show. At 2.15, I said to you guys, let's bet that the Bulls end up doing nothing. <laughs> and no one bet me on it. And it that happened. A read into Calb. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Reed? So, first time, long time. I uh, listen to you guys every day. I first time, long time, in. every time. Yeah. <laughs> I actually was a lot more fired up when I first called, but I've been smoking since I got off work, so I'm a little chilled out now. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, what kind? Uh, the Bud, the Chronic. Okay. Give me, give us but, a like, layman's terms on that. How do you explain that? You know, marijuana. No, I know that, but what kind of strain or, like, I mean... Uh... Just say something. He's not going to know what the hell you're talking about at all, Reed. Just make something up. Uh, I don't even know. It was indica or indica. There you uh, go. That's See, all, that's all you had to do. <laughs> Sorry, no, I just got off the train of thought. See, now uh, let's make him laugh. Let's make him laugh a little bit here. Uh, you got, yeah, a good no, dad. No. got a good dad joke. Got a good dad. Dad joke for me. <laughs> the joke is the bull, man. <laughs> Like oh, like oh, they just need to fire people. This is I, they're not going to because Jerry Reinsdorf's the owner. Wait a second, who who's fired? Who who are you firing right now? If you had... top down, top down, GM like the GM's worse than Garpacks ever was. Like these moves from the start, AK has not made good moves. He, we desperately need a shop blocker if we're going to have Levine as our star. He's not a good on-ball defender, and he needs somebody to protect his backside. He, uh, he gets blown by every time. And if you had somebody who's a rim protector, that frees him up to be a more loose defender. And, uh, yeah, the Bulls just, they're disappointing. They're, if the, like, Boyds, if, if, the Boyds, if the Bulls were a... If the bulls were a strain of marijuana, what would they be, Reed? Swag. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But but it made me laugh and I'm not smoking. Let me see. It made me laugh. Uh, they just suck. They, I don't know how else to explain it. That's like, it they... that, you know what? If you are a connoisseur of marijuana and you call the show, I want you to answer the following question. If the bulls were weed, what kind of strain would they be? What it would says, they be? It says uh swag. Um, the products given away free, typically for promotional purposes. Yeah, it's a swag well, bag. Oh, yeah. Or marijuana, typically of low grade. Even potheads couldn't smoke that swag. Whoa, Reed, do you consider yourself the old quote-unquote pothead? Uh, one may consider me that. <laughs> 
I love this. This is great. You need to call more, Reed. I'm going to. I'm going to. I love listening to you guys. Like, I love Crosstalk on Hinge. Johnny B that had the crack me up line? Is that what it was? Was Johnny B back in there? We need a crack me up line. Okay, yeah. For just marijuana smokers. Call him. He should call at 420 every day. Hey, radio bands. <laughs> you know, make it a thing. <laughs> Reed, you're moving around a lot. What are you doing right now? I'm just, uh, I guess I am pacing. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm upset with the bull. They like, need a rim protector. Yeah, well, no, they need a lot. They, like, you guys have been preaching all since I called, and it really mellowed me out because, like, yeah, you're right. They do need a new coach. Billy Donovan is not a good coach. And you would see that what the Bulls are missing and demand we make some moves to fill in the gaps. Like this team, and the fact that we wanted the, we're even talking about Russell Westbrook, it just makes me laugh. And where it's like, how many bad shooters are we collecting? It's well, going to be this great. This is why, like, look, and Reed, we appreciate Thanks, you. Reed. Stay safe out there. Yeah, okay? stay safe. Stay in um, the house. Like, look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that Billy Donovan is, is Eric Spolstra. But like when you when your top three guys yeah. are not good defensively, you don't have any shooters, <laughs> and you don't have a point guard. What do you want Billy I mean, to do? That's what I mean. Yes. What do you want him to do? Yeah. We we were the worst three point shooting team. We take the least amount, and we don't make. What'd you a do in lot. the off season? And in the postseason, it was super exposed. Whenever Demar would hit the open guy, we couldn't hit any open threes. So, AK is like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna stand pat. We don't need a shooter. We'll stand. We'll get Drummond and we'll get a 36-year-old point card. That will do. <laughs> Think about that. No, I know. And, That's what I'm saying. Like, and, again, I'm not rushing to. And our starting point guard is, is super gimpy. So let's sign a really old point guard who could play like 12 minutes a game. That will do. How many combo guards are they running out on a nightly basis? Oh, they're all combo guards. Like if you've got a good point guard and maybe a backup point guard, it's nice to have Kobe's a couple of good. Kobe's a combo guard. Yeah. Caruso's a combo guard. Io's a combo guard. Right. None of them are point guards. No. Uh, Andres on the west side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Andres? Hey, I was uh, calling because I think the Bulls got a problem. I think <laughs> I the think Bulls actually right. have a good team. I think actually the Bulls actually have a good team, but uh been paying attention to the Bulls and you know, DeMarcus Rosen just takes up the ball too much. And and the problem why the Bulls have it is because DeRozan is the best player we have. But uh, DeRozan, you know, slows the pace down. And I've been paying attention to Levine. It slows him down. And I'm starting to uh, think, like, guys like Patrick uh, Williams is not going to develop. A guy like Kobe's not going to be able to shoot because DeRozan just demands the ball too much. See, it's a chicken or the egg, Andres. Like, the last game I pointed that out, because I hear that a lot. I hear it's all DeMar's fault. DeMar is a ball stopper. DeMar is playing hero ball. But then against Memphis, when they had the lead the entire game and Zach comes back and they've got a one-point lead, um, there was nobody to bail anybody out because DeMar wasn't around. And did Patrick Williams do anything in the fourth quarter? Did Zach do anything in the fourth quarter? Did anybody do anything in the fourth quarter? And I think, and, and I, and totally agree. But I think that that's the problem because if we were to, uh, if we if, if we was to trade the Marcus Rosen, then we still got a problem because uh, Zach Levine is not the guy to finish. 
it's a developing team. None of those guys got the killer instinct like the Rosen. But we definitely got a jam because either way we go, we got a jam. But ultimately, I think the Bulls do have a good team. We have a good coach. That's just my personal well, opinion. I mean, but you just gave us five reasons why they're not a good team. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. Is it weed time for you too, Andres? Andres, are you? No, no, no weed, no okay. weed, guys. No All right. Weed, no, but, I mean, no. you know what I'm saying. Like, you said they've got a good team, but then you just you deconstructed them over the course of the last 30 seconds. So do they really have a good team? Well, I mean, the answer it's no. hard to win in the NBA. It's hard to win at any level, you know. But you bring a guy like Westbrook, not to change the subject, you bring a guy like Westbrook, and you're going to have the same problem because the guy's going to demand the ball, and the guy is not. You know, so yeah, well, you're, I'm, a firm believer, I'm a firm believer we're working what we got. I think we have a, a good players, but, you know, uh, doesn't even matter because in today's basketball, everybody's shooting threes anyway. And well, and that's, that's not what we do in, yeah, here yeah, in yeah. Chicago. We I'm don't just... shoot the threes at a high enough level and with enough frequency. So, th- again, like, you, I'm not going to completely tear down all of their pieces, but their top three players are negative defenders, right? Yep. I mean, I, I, I would probably be too generous to say average defenders, right? right? right. I think when Zach wants to defend and is, is enthusiastic about it. He can do some He's stuff. He's an average defender yeah, then but they when don't, he wants they, to be. They, none of it's ever connected. So they don't defend and they don't shoot the three and they don't have a point guard that, right. that can keep the motor running. And, so, Zach, and Zach makes bad decisions down the stretch too. Yeah, but I see that's the thing. If you've got a point guard... He's got the ball in his hands, and it limits the decisions that Zach's being asked to make. Again, th- th- that's not an excuse for him. It's just why it doesn't work is amplified because at the end of games, you've got a guy who isn't good with ball basketball handling. decisions or ball handling with the ball, with the ball in, his, in hands. his hands. Nick and Skokie, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Nick? All right, I'm coming in hot. Are you All ready? Right, let's go. Let's go, go Nick. There we go. You could have stopped this show at 3.07 after Sylvie was done giving Sylvie story time. And what you needed to do was replay that story time at the top of every hour. Because I'm not even a Bulls fan. And what that man said at 3.07 p.m. today was absolutely gospel. We should, we'll first. play it at the top of every hour and we'll all kick our feet up for seven minutes. That's what you, I mean, I, honestly, it, it was great. The second thing is Tommy's on to something, Sylvie. I coach youth sports for a living, and kids don't care about the name on the front of the jersey anymore the way we do. They care about the name on the back of the jersey. So if you have to take a season or two off, and I think at this point, damn it, you deserve it, then go get yourself a Giannis jersey or go get yourself a jersey of someone that you love playing because there's that's no right. reason for you to spend money on any jersey that's red, white, and black. Go that's north, young man. Go north. Right? Go that's north. The second thing. Third thing. The third thing is this. I want to... I kind of touch base on the fact that I, I think the last caller is a little misguided, and I think maybe he thinks it's last year still. Last year is one of the things, the worst things that could have happened to the Bulls because there was a lot of Kool-Aid going around with what the potential of this team could have been. And I think that the biggest thing for me, I started off with, with um, thinking I had one point, but I think it's just missed opportunities. Every time this team has had the chance to say, okay, we're going to go about it this route, they haven't stuck with that. And I think it's going to be another five to ten years of missed opportunities based on what they do today. Everything they do today when they shoot themselves in the foot affects tomorrow and the year after that and the year after that and the year after that. And it's not until you get someone. And I like Bob Myers, but we all know he's not coming. 
But until you get someone in here like-minded like that that says, okay, enough is enough, it's just going to be this carousel of insanity that's going to happen over and over again. Sylvia, I'll put 20 bucks on you getting a Giannis jersey if that's what you want. By the, by the way, like, <laughs> like, even if you had Bob Myers, you have to have an owner like, what's his name, Joe Lacob? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, because, I agree. You know, you can't... You, if Bob Myers was trying to install the Thanks, Golden Nick. State Warriors plan without the support of the owner... Yeah. Right. He's Pax. Yep. I mean, honestly... And by the way, you were the oh yeah guy last year at about the halfway point when he's talking about about Kool Aid. Oh yeah, number one seed in the East. Oh yeah, I was having fun breaking through Look, the was, brick wall. I was in a desert for oh, years. Oh yeah, because you of twenty fifteen sixteen. Was Dane Cook the guy that used to do the? Yeah, uh, I don't compare no? me to Dane Cook. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Go north, young man. Go no. watch the box. I went up for the Bulls box game. Remember that? That's when I was full. Oh yeah, man. And that's the well, game. You were going up there to taunt Bucks fans. And then that was the game where Caruso got hurt. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And that's when Caruso was so beloved. And then, you know, what's his name? Pudwacker. And then you were. Then you were openly. Uh, advocating punching people in the face, I think, was next, right? Or was that this year? That this was this year. year. I was saying a Bulls. Uh, bu- that's when I got suspended from Twitter for a few days. Did you get suspended? Yeah, I get suspended for like 24 hours. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, when did this that? happen? Yeah. yeah, why didn't oh, you tell was, us that? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the story next. I'll tell you that's the story the next. That's the best Waddles World I, I story would, of the calendar 2023 it was, season. It was the first time I've been suspended from my Twitter. I'll tell you that you next. You never told us. I'll tell you next because it was it happened at the start of my vacation. I can't believe I haven't told you this. I can. It's coming up next. Oh, yeah. Hey, have you recently switched to 5G home internet and are currently suffering from 5G home internet issues? Have you had mobile phone users take priority over your signal? Well, if so, switch to Xfinity Internet today. With three times more bandwidth, supersonic speeds, and reliable connections you can count on, Xfinity gives you internet that works the way it is supposed to. All you have to do is take the first step. Now through February 21st, new customers can get 75 megabits per second connect internet. It's all just 20 bucks a month. For 12 months with a one-year rate guarantee. Plus, there is no annual contract, so it's risk-free. So what you need to do is go to Xfinity.com slash TMOFAX. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with a stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Equipment taxes and fees are extra after the promotion. Regular rates apply. Actual speeds may vary. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. So this is when I got suspended from Twitter. Which I think is it was with, for 24 hours. Which we here at the station never knew. I never knew this. I'll explain to you why. I believe it was because the Bulls played the Bucks. It was like December 28th or 29th. Remember, I went on vacation then on December 30th, the next day. And I tweeted it was when Grayson Allen gave that forearm shiver 
to DeMar DeRozan. Do you after remember he that? Was, yeah, after he was pushed by Patrick Williams. Yeah, yeah, but he still like followed through with a forearm shiver. And I tweeted that someone needs to punch Grayson Allen in the effing face. And I was talking about a player. He'll stop. And I, st- I stand by it. And I'm not saying that a fan should do it or anybody like that. I'm saying a Bulls player needs to go up face-to-face and punch him in the face. He'll stop doing it then. And then... Maybe li- not. Like a day or two later, like I think I w- was looking on the plane at my phone trying to go scroll through or something, and it said, you are not allowed to tweet. You've, you've violated the Twitter violence policy. In the face! Did you share that lesson as a grown ass man with your two young sons? I did not. No, no, I did not. So they just don't. They don't know their their dad is they a Twitter bully. If they're in the car now, they know. Yeah. That, oh, I yeah. bet they are. And I'm was, the bad guy because I say the word penis on the radio. Yeah. Yet dads out there sending tweets advocating players punching other players in the face. Someone still should punch a player. Should punch Grayson Allen in the face. He deserves it. He deserves it. Right. He's a cheap shot. He He's going to get someone hurt. He's tripped people. He's broken a person's wrist. He gave a forearm shiver to DeMar DeRozan. You realize That's much more dangerous than, than anything anybody else has done to him. You realize the owner of this great place yes. got a stake in the Bucks. I do. And you just advocated punching one of his players. Yes. And then maybe he'll stop. You may find yourself people. suspended again. Right. Braxton, that's your daddy. Uh, uh, more hey, bo- Braxton. How you doing out there? Daddy was uh, was a bad boy and got suspended from Twitter. By the way, someone uh, is not answering our call from the radio station. We'll tell you who, and then we'll recap all the things that happened today at the NBA. Maybe you to punch that guy in the face when you see him later tonight. <laughs> Guess who's not answering our call from the radio station? And we'll recap everything uh, that happened and did not happen with the Bulls. The trade deadline coming up next.